Hello there, and welcome to Yes Law, the lyrical dive into Anderson Pack's discography. Today, we will be looking at the first song off Anderson Pack's sophomore studio album, Malibu. The song is The Bird. And the, this is obviously the opening track of the album, and it basically is the first. Um, how do I say this? The first um, song that you hear. That's not a feature since his big break with Dr. Dre and the game and all that. And yeah, this is going to be pretty good. Um, The song is self-produced and it does also as there's more information on this song than pretty much all the songs on Venice because Malibu is like, I guess, more of a professional effort or because of Venice, like, he didn't have as big connections as he did with, as he does on Malibu. Um, this song is obviously, like, just people close to him, smaller people, but, like, other songs, like, he got a song with Dem Joints, um, Schoolboy Q got featured, Game, uh, Talib Quayle's on the closing track, um, and, yes, and there are a lot of people on Instruments Piano with Ron Avant. Uh, trumpet by Emil Martinez, strings by Julian Lee, bass by Kelsey Gonzalez, and guitar by Jose Rios. So, some of these names we've heard before from the Venice season, and some of these are newer names. And, yeah, that's pretty much it for the whole production and instrumentation-wide and everything. So, let's go down and see what lyrically... The song is saying. So we start off with Anderson singing the chorus. And the chorus begins with, A bird with a word came to me, the sweetness of the home home tree. So the bird could be a girl, and Anderson could be comparing her favorably to honey from a honeycomb, which is sweet. But alternatively, the bird could also be used to represent the newfound success he has after Dr. Dre collaborations and how nice it is for people to know who he is after having six features on one of the most anticipated albums, really, of the millennium, if not of all time. Um, I mean, I'm, obviously it is the millennium because it started, like, it can be both the century and the millennium, but whatever. <laughs> And now I look at what's taking over me. Couldn't fake it if I wanted to. So depending on your interpretation, there could be multiple ways to look at this. The girl could be what Anderson is getting taken over by because of the love that he feels for her. And this could also be the fame and success taking over him because fame does get to people in a way nothing else does. And it's all pretty real. And it can be both good and bad. It can either cause like people to go down a dark pit or it can be really good for them and lastly it could also refer to the hardships during his youth that introduced him to the world in a way that is harsher than what actually is and seems so real that can't even really be faked if he tried it and i think it's safe to say that this is the definitive interpretation for the main mainly because of like what the rest of the song is about and what's saying. 
And then we continue on. I had to wake up just to make it through. I got my patience in the make and do. I learned my lesson from the ancient roots. I choose to follow what the greatest do. To make it where he is today, Anderson had to get up where he says wake up rather than staying down as he falls. And through these hardships, he's developed a large amount of patience for which he uses to his advantage. He's learned his lesson the old-fashioned way. The ancient roots could also be a reference to the roots who influences sound, including the drums in the background of the sound sounding like Quest Love. It's not Quest Love. Um, doesn't say on Genius, but I'm 99% sure it's Anderson himself on the drums, considering that he produced song and a bit of free national... There's free national influence on the uh, credits for the instruments. And finally, he's doing what influences him to... The influences did to get big so he could do the same. Not just with the roots, but also artists like Dr. Dre could be who's being referenced here. And that's pretty much it for the chorus. Obviously, he goes by a second time during the chorus. But, like, this is all he says during the chorus. So after the chorus, we get into the only verse on the song, and it starts with, I'm repping for the longest cycle. So Anderson is trying to get huge and is going all out to make sure that happens. My uncles had to pay the cost. My sister used to sing to Whitney. My mama caught the gambling bug. We came up in a lonely castle. My papa was behind the bars. His sister sang to Whitney. Now, his he did mention his sister being a Whitney Houston fan. And but this could also be referring to being able to relate to either her lyrics or the life that she had growing up. And since his mother was a gambling act and his father had spent most of his childhood in jail as and his mother's even been in jail. Uh he and his sisters grew up in a house where they weren't around as much as they should have been and because of what Pac's parents we're getting into his uncles had to be the ones to step in to help with the kids and their struggles. Um, we never had to want for nothing. That all we ever need is love. And they never needed anything because their lives and their lives because they had each other and family is enough for them to live on. And this is also a reference, obviously, to the Beatles classic All You Need Is Love, which um and that's a song that created the famous saying. Oh boy, we actually get a um, get to talk about what um, Anderson Pack's firsthand um interpretation of the lyrics says. We see the same things. We sing the same songs. We feel the same grief. Bleed the same blood. You grew up in the home beside me. I always have a friend to call. How could I make it here without you? So Anderson Pack actually did his own annotation of these bars on Genius, and here's what he said. I had a close friend growing up named Trevor that was in the same neighborhood as me. I was a bit younger than him, and he took me under his wing. He, We experienced a lot of stuff together, smoking my first little bit of weed, ditching school, going on dates with girls, even trying to hook me up with girls that were my age. I really looked up to him and saw he was the coolest person in the world. If I didn't have that best friend around, it might have been and rough for me in that neighborhood. We never... We were in the middle of the suburbs, and he's the other random black kid from L.A. visiting. We used to go to football games and get into a lot of trouble, but I built my a lot of my identity out around that. He ended up going in a completely different direction than I went mine. I feel like having that musical outlet was probably the only reason I didn't go in the same direction as him. 
that's where I was getting at, keeping it broad, but having that one theme, like, I don't know where I would have been if I didn't have that person. My little sister was one of my best friends growing up, too. My little sister was two years younger than her, but we used to share beds and have bunk beds. We had a good connection, and we still do. When my family was going through a different thing, my folks were gone a lot. That was sometimes the only friend I had in the house. We would just act a fool. So it's both of them. Sometimes it's that one person that keeps you sane. That makes all the difference. So this is a nod, an ode pretty much to Trevor and the youngest sister who have been by his side, their sides, by his side um, for his child childhood. And specifically to his sister, they've pretty much dealt with the same thing since they experienced it together. They... Also, literally, with the same blood because they are siblings, and he always had someone by his side, and without her, he wouldn't know what to do. And with Trevor, that was the whole, like, ride-or-die thing. Like, they obviously took different paths, but, like, without Trevor, like, what would Anderson be doing right now? And he finishes up with the verse with, I pray I leave before you're gone. So between him and her, he wants to die first. This could either be because he wants... He would not want to suffer through the pain or loss or because he wants her her to live as full of a life as possible. He wants her to succeed greatly in life and will especially do so if she has longer to than he does. Also, if she dies first, she will have a shorter life experience and she's younger than Anderson. So that's obviously talking about him and his sister. And that is it for the verse. And obviously... The chorus comes back with to like the like it's the same way as it was before it plays twice the chorus but like so it goes chorus chorus verse chorus chorus if that makes sense so that's the way it is after um after the whole chorus versus chorus thing, it goes on to the outro. And before the outro, well, it, I guess it's really part of the outro because it's done at the end of the end of the song. Um, it, there is a an instrumental which, over the course of the instrumental, it I guess instru- introduces new instruments and also new, I guess different thingies. Puts showcase on. Different instruments, like, for example, strings, trumpet, uh, guitar, etc. And then, after that, you get what Anderson says. Hey, my little youth is crying. I'm almost home, almost home. So, this is talking about Anderson's son, Sol Rashid, and he's willing to answer any distress call from him. Unlike his youth, his son doesn't have to worry about being alone at home all the time because he will always be there to help him during his troubles. Uh, look, no further riots. Uh, no more chaos that there was that was going on during the youth. Plain and simple. Work my fingers to the bone. To work the bone is to work so hard that your skin burns off and you reach the bone by writing so much music and putting so much effort into his craft. He's doing this and it's paying off for him. See, I do the best I can. So he realizes he isn't perfect, so he does what he can to be a good as good of his father as he can be. Mama was a farmer. So he actually did talk about this to Consequence of Sound. What he said was, uh, 
My mom was a farmer. She was born in South Korea and was adopted in the 50s. They moved in Compton, to Compton in the 60s, and that's where she grew up, in the South Central area. Then she moved to Oxnard, where she had my two oldest sisters and my little sister and me. She never finished college, but she got into produce. So her mo- his mother was so busy with his farm life that she didn't spend much time with her kids. And Papa was a goner. His father was in the Air Force until he got discharged for carrying weed. He then worked with cars until he went to jail when Anderson was seven, and he didn't see him again until his funeral. And one thing that I also did note was that the song pretty much abruptly stops and ends after this line, which could symbolize his father's abrupt exit from his life. And yeah, that's pretty much how the outro goes. And also, I do. I'm not 100% sure on this, and I'm not even sure if like this is even close to correct. And I know this was obviously intended as the out as an outro, but like, could that have been preventing it from being a second verse? Because it did sound like, did sound a bit like how the verse was going. So I could could have like. He could have been trying to, like, make it sound like it was going into a second verse, but really it's just the outro of the song, and it's just going to abruptly end right there. So just just a few little things that I like to think about. So we've talked about all of the song right now, so that means we are going into the conclusion. And so what The Bird basically is is a song about Anderson's struggles with youth and childhood. He spends the hook and his verse reminiscing on these times and he uses the outro to explain how he's not going to let his son grow up the same way that he did. And that basically summed up the song pretty well. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh we're starting to grow. Um know the introduction to Malibu episode, that's a bit of a hit. And yeah, obviously subscribe uh rate five stars spread the word follow on instagram at yes pod and i don't have much to say other than love you guys and i will um see you guys next time take care guys